0: maybe on average about 30 minutes of warning we'll be able to give people that's really important because that's enough time to take perhaps a medication if you've got a vns or a you know a dbs system you might be able to swipe a magnet increase your stimulation maybe you could prevent the seizure certainly enough time to call someone you love and say hey can you just stay with me make sure i'm okay
1: Hello, I'm sapiens. welcome back to epilepsy sparks insights today is part two of two with the fabulous ben brinkman clinical support scientist, amongst many other things, at the Mayo Clinic, who shares with us his latest in seizure forecasting and remote monitoring technologies, their accuracies and plans and hopes for the future.
0: Uh, I'm a clinical support scientist with the epilepsy group at the Mayo Clinic. Um, I do a bit of uh, of, of work with uh, mostly our, our patients who are going uh, towards surgery. The These are the, the people who uh, medications haven't worked for.
1: Seizure forecasting is something that is, you know, another passion of yours that we're very involved with, where they understand charities, as well as for-profit organizations and getting everybody together to contribute. Can you just give us a quick insight into what you're doing there, please?
0: You know, one of the things about epilepsy that that really makes it a challenge is, uh, of course, uh, people have seizures rarely. It's really difficult to have someone in the office have their seizure so you can observe it and and typically we bring people into the hospital and we're, you know it's it's not much fun. They're there, they're stuck there for a week or however long. So I I've been really interested in these remote monitoring technologies whether it's EEG whether it's wearable devices and I think there's a, an immense amount of promise there. We've done uh, we've done quite a bit of research with um, with non-invasive wearables. There are new devices, the sub- subcutaneous EEG devices. It's just a, a, a small uh, electrode that goes under the skin, uh, over the, over the skull. Very very safe to implant, uh, and and it's like having a, a very limited coverage scalp EEG system in place for. You know, a year, you can, you can monitor someone for, for a year and you can, you know, someone who has five seizures a year, you can capture all their seizures. And then that information is so incredibly valuable. The other thing, of course, as you mentioned, uh, that's, that's all build up to, to your question, seizure forecasting. Uh, we found over the years through a couple of research systems and a couple of, and a company that nearly, nearly made it in the United States, but, uh, went, it was a startup company and they, they just, Couldn't get through the regulatory process, but um, these sorts of ambulatory uh, recorders with with invasive electrodes, uh, we've been able to record people's seizures over, over, uh, as I described, a year, maybe more. And we found that with that kind of long-term data, you can start running... Uh, machine learning, AI models on the data, pull out different characteristics of the data, and, and what we find is that there are very, very subtle changes to, to the EEG before seizures, and different groups have, have studied it differently, but, you know, we think 60 to 90 minutes is probably the a good time frame before a seizure to look. Everybody's a little bit different, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it depends on the person, but uh, you know, looking at at those changes before a seizure, uh, you're able to to make a forecast of of a seizure. of, of you're, you're able to forecast people's seizures. It's a bit like forecasting the weather. Sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes you rain. <laughs> you know, the weatherman says it's going to be sunny and it rains, um, but you're you're right more often than you're wrong. So that tells us there's a signal there. It isn't perfect. If we keep working, we'll 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 continue to make it better and better. Mm-hmm. So we've we've extended that work to, uh, to we're working with subscalp EEG now. Uh, we've we've got some evidence that we can do seizure forecasting with subscalp EEG, and we were able to do a bit of seizure forecasting with the wearables. Uh, we we think we need to do much more work there to make it more accurate. So people, you know, it's it's clear there's a signal, uh, but but that can still mean that that if we tried to launch a system, it would be frustrating for people because because we'd be missing seizures and they'd be getting false alarms, we're still better than random. Uh, so we, we do think this is worth pursuing and, and we are pursuing it. And
1: what sort of timescale are we looking at, do you reckon? I mean, it's probably a really like, oh, awful question, but do you what would you foresee in the next five years, for instance, where the, the algorithms are gonna be much cooler and we're just gonna really see we're going to be able to predict uh, seizures more accurately, do you think?
0: It's a great question. Our data suggests that maybe on average, about 30 minutes of warning we'll be able to give people. Um, and, and of course, that's that's really important because that's enough time to take perhaps a medication. If you've got a VNS or a you know a DBS system, you might be able to swipe a magnet, increase your stimulation. Maybe you could prevent the seizure. Certainly enough time to call someone you love and say, hey, can you just stay with me, make sure I'm okay.
1: Or if you're at work, for instance, you say, oh, oh God, this is, this is going to happen. All right, cool. I'll go and, you know, the medical room or whatever, or I'll tell my colleagues where I'm going to go, what's going to happen, why I'm not going to be there, da, da, da. And uh, yeah, gosh, that could be horrifically empowering. Um, And when we are talking about the accuracy in seizure prediction, this is, as you previously mentioned, this is a bit of an issue at the moment, um, and it's actually From my personal experience speaking to people, it's one of the key things that really annoys people is that they might get an alarm and it's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And that can stop people from actually using seizure forecasting devices if it's obviously, if it's not an implant. So where do you think we are? How accurate do you think in say five years time? These devices are going to be in predicting seizures. I think we'll
0: continue to get better. I think we can get to to say maybe ninety percent accuracy. So we'll we'll miss a few seizures and we'll give you a few false alarms. But of course, I, I, you know, I think one of the one of the great ways forward is to um, is to pair it with a, a therapy or something that you can do. Um, and in those cases, uh, you know, you'll be able to intervene. And if you know, I guess if you, um, you know, for example, a false alarm, if you if you have a warning and you take a medicine, um, you know, did the medicine work or was it a false alarm? I, they, you know, maybe you don't care because <laughs> you didn't have a seizure and you're happy about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing about the time frame, which is really important, there's new evidence um, uh, that's that's coming out, and this is work that's been done in uh, by. Uh, our friends in Australia and um uh, Switzerland and and San Francisco but looking over very very long time periods seizures are cyclical so you know you, you might be able to look at uh, uh your seizure pattern and your eeg pattern and and your pattern with wearables that was something we looked at and and found that for many people it was true um and and that's really empowering because that might be able to tell you okay your seizure cycle is around 11 days so you know you had a seizure 11 days from now you're probably at high seizure risk so you know we wouldn't say it's an alarm and and you need to you know maybe you take a a medication obviously talking to your physician of course uh, or or have some intervention but you might just say gosh I'm going to work from home that day
1: or I'm not going to go out on the lash go to a party I'm actually going to stay at home chill out watch some really, really bad Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, <laughs> exactly. and have, have, have a nice glass of, you know, mineral water and chill, you know, rather than putting yourself at risk. Maybe.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And those kinds of things people can do. And, and uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, no risk to, to modifying your activities and just being more careful on certain days. So that's it's really really a promising technology
1: and this is something you have to keep us all up to date with Ben because it's really exciting stuff and i love your honesty as well but you're not saying okay darlings you know tomorrow we're going to have something that predicts 100% of your potential seizures <laughs> you know life is perfect that's not going to happen but <laughs> we very very much appreciate your yes you being you know frank with us nothing's 100% but this is how it can you know where we're likely to be and how these things can potentially improve quality of life by giving people you know more control over their lives I guess especially if the, an alarm is uh, you know 30 minutes prior to a seizure that's amazing
0: absolutely and as a scientist we're, we're wrong as often as we're right so it, it breeds humility and I think uh, you know just I, I'm glad I, I really want that people to hear that message too you know don't 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 think that because your your seizure forecaster whatever device you have tells you that you're at low risk that you should get in your car and drive or do something that's unsafe. Because because we're, we're not that good. The technology's not that good. Will it ever be that good? Gosh, I hope so. I, I just don't know though. I really don't know.
1: Thank you to Ben for his honesty and humility as a scientist. This is sometimes not valued enough. Do keep your eye on Ben for his developments in AI, machine learning, and the benefits to people affected by the epilepsies. Do also check out his profile on toryorbinson.com where you can also find the transcription of today's episode.